Sometimes it's out with the old and in with the new. Our time has passed. This is Grand Theft Podcast. Welcome back to Grand Theft Podcast, where we're taking a look over Red Dead Redemption in part of our games that we think you should have a play of until the next GTA comes out. Last week we looked at Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. or that's the, the chronological way that the, the story is told, uh, yeah. and therefore we're going back in time to uh, check out Red Dead Redemption itself. Um, yes. Let's jump back in and mm-hmm. uh, we'll pick up where we left off. Yes, so... Red Dead Redemption was released in 2010. Wow. And it was for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And uh, I don't know why Rockstar have not released it on PS4 or um, or has any kind of new generation ports of it. Um, it's, it's one of those. I don't know what it is about... It would print money. <laughs> Red Dead and GTA 4. Yeah, they would. Just, I mean, they would get my money right. In fact... Roxar, I'm going to give you my money now. Yeah. And just... Just do it for just me. Just do it, please. Yeah, just, just for me. Just for me. Just for me. <laughs> cool. Please. Okay, so where we left off, a uh, bit of a recap of Red Dead 2. Uh, we've been following the Vandalin gang at this point in time. Uh, they've been trying to do a lot of bank jobs and uh, stuff like that, but things just go awry. Members keep dying uh arthur morgan good guy good guy and he um yeah he kind of he's your eyes through that kind of story uh you end up doing a job that goes wrong people die and you end up going to cuba you end up getting tuberculosis uh arthur dies trying to save the protagonist of this game which is john marston Mm -hmm. and the end of red dead redemption 2 you are setting up your ranch and um and home for your family of abigail and john yep so we are in 1911 uh and this is really towards the tail end of the wild west and uh so former outlaw john marston has been kidnapped by the bureau of investigation agents edgar rost and archer fordham and um they're forcing him to hunt down the original members of the Vandalin gang. Yes. Mainly Bill Williamson, who um who was part of uh, was part of the gang and is now leads a gang and terrorizes the residents of New Austin. Yep. So um during this whole section, you get introduced to John Marston at this point in time, and you're kind of on a train at this point and it's it's quite quite a nice setup i believe mm-hmm. it's just like you see john just kind of sitting there and just taking in um everyone around him like speaking and talking that's it i think that, you know there's a couple of ladies talking behind about like like it's almost like oh share prices and you know petrol and all these modern industrial kind of things um yeah and and I'm going to say right now, this is a gorgeous game, uh, even for it being oh, like yes. 11 years old. It's still beautiful. Exactly. Um, yeah. But even with the slight limitations that we see there, you can still tell that John's like, you know, he's not quite following the conversation or it, it's, he's just, yeah. he's again, you can tell he's just a, a, a guy from the old West in a new country. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's it's such a good little introduction, I think. Yeah, no, Definitely. 
and then getting off the train and being picked up by Edgar Ross mm-hmm. in Archer. And uh, yeah, so basically one of your first missions is to yeah hunt down Bill Williamson, who is in his kind of fort. Yep. Yep. And uh, you kind of basically just go up to the fort and you're just like, hey, Bill, come <laughs> yeah. on. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to help. <laughs> I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to help. Hand yourself in. Everything will be fine and stuff like that. And you just get shot. Yeah, promptly get shot. <laughs> it seems that John Marston is really a punching bag across these games. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's yeah, definitely. A um, yeah, a little bit, yeah. And I, I think there's a, there's a nice parallel um, maybe between Michael and John Marston. Uh, Michael from GTA 5 in that yeah, yeah. he's kind of you know John's been uh, John's family's been kidnapped by the FIB uh, he's told you won't get them back until you basically take out your old gang um, yeah and get rid of them there's no place for them in this in this world now um, yeah and it's not exactly the same with Michael but you know to get out of that life Michael sold out his friends basically uh, he sold yes, out he his did, running yeah. gang you know um, and I think there's there's a bit of a parallel between the two stories. Um, and then is, is Michael too old for, for the modern world? You know, Jimmy's, you know, you get all those kind of like missions with Jimmy where, where Michael's like, Oh, bouncing, we're bouncing now. Yeah. And the video games and, yeah. and all that stuff. He, I think he feels yeah, a little yeah. bit left behind um, of this new kind of technological world. And, you know, Michael's really just a, a pistol whip, the guard yeah, and yeah. smash the diamonds kind of, kind of, you know, crook. Um, yeah, yeah, and I really like the way that that Marston kind of approaches this first one and just goes up and is just like, "Bill, um, yeah, honor amongst thieves. <laughs> uh, how about who's your friend? Yeah. Oh, I've been shot. Yeah, he's been shot and left for dead. But then uh, you're rescued by Bonnie McFarlane, who takes you back to the ranch. And so Bonnie, I would say, is most like Sadie. I mean, she's a kick-ass character. This. Yeah, she's a very kick-ass character, a very capable uh, woman that can handle herself mm-hmm. uh, around a farm and in like any kind of um, combat-esque kind of situation and stuff like that she totally. has to deal with. But yeah, um, she's very much the tutorial. Um, yes, she is. Yeah, for this, she teaches you about ranching and stuff. Yeah, the whole thing on the McFarlane Ranch is your tutorials and stuff like that. Yep. So you learn like um, learn your safe house, learn how to wrangle up horses, learn how to herd and stuff like that as well, um, which is all very, very, very cool. And uh, so once you get out of the area, where's the area that they're in? Um, is it part of Armadillo? Armadillo, that's it. Yeah. So Armadillo, yeah, Armadillo is the main town in that. Yeah. Yeah. So you end up going into Armadillo and you uh, end up like helping out the sheriff and stuff like that. But during this whole kind of like sort of first act, you are basically um, trying to get a gang together mm-hmm. in order to take out, um, yeah, take out uh, Bill Williamson. Uh, or a storm fort mercer as it is yeah and uh you meet some absolutely colorful characters and <laughs> uh, only the uh, way that rockstar can do yeah so you have um u.s marshal lee johnson mm-hmm. you have con artist nigel west dickens which, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh <laughs> and nigel west dickens is great because he introduces you to deadeye course yeah 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 yes he yes he does and um so uh yeah nigel west dickens is basically he's like um he's like yeah con artist uh entrepreneur kind of guy that sells all those old kind of like toxins and uh snake oils and stuff yeah yeah 
Yeah, and uh, stuff that really doesn't work and stuff like that, but like he kind of like sells it off. And so he uses John as a plant uh, in order to show off like his kind of skills and stuff like that. Gives him a sip of this toxin and he ends up doing the the whole dead eye thing, which is one of the best features that's (laughs) ever been put into a game. It is chef's kiss good. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's, it's, it's just so well implemented. That's the yes, thing. it really is. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Dead Eye is, it's basically you click in the right stick and ev- time slows down. Mm-hmm. You have time to line up your shots and basically you can mark enemies as you go. That's the simple addition that makes Dead Eye so much better than any other iteration of like bullet time or anything that's come before. Yeah, definitely. Because it's not free aim. It's it's not you're marking it's... and then as soon as it scoots out into like full <sighs> full speed again bah, 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 yeah. bah, 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 just takes so everyone out. It, yeah so let's say you have a revolver that has six shots on it yep. and stuff like that and you have six enemies lining up and they're all running towards you you click in dead eye you mark every single one of their heads with an x and then as soon as you release that you shoot all six yeah. of them in the space of like a second yeah. and it's just beautiful it, it really is it's extremely <laughs> satisfying i don't believe it ever yeah. gets old no it really doesn't and uh, i i like the trade-off that you have to do in terms of like so dead eyes of power you have like a kind of dead eye meter yep in terms so you can once you've used it all up the only way you can build it back up is by just killing people properly yep Yep. Without Dead Eye, which is very, very cool. Totally. I think the Tonics um system in the second one is a little annoying. I, I always find that I I never have Dead Eye. Uh, I always thought there was just it was kinda almost like the same kind of thing as uh San Andreas in a way that like there was a lot of things to manage. Yeah, very much. It, it didn't like it didn't hinder my experience of Red Dead Redemption 2. It was just something I was kind of like aware of in the back of my yeah. head. The only thing I yeah. found it is in my mop-up kind of sessions when I'm not necessarily at the the camp all the time, like manually yeah, yeah. saving and, and sleeping and then topping up meters from there. If I'm like yeah, yeah. maybe going and getting like all the dinosaur bones or, or anything like that, um, yeah, yeah. and I come across one of those like random encounters, which are great, but it turns yeah. out to be an ambush or I've strayed into the wrong area, um, I want to just very quickly hit dead eye, shoot six guys yeah. in the face and then just carry on my merry way um yeah. i never had enough i would always just like yeah. it would go into slow-mo like yeah, zoop, and then just cut and then and cut then straight, cut away, straight away and i'm like oh crap <laughs> oh no and again oh, no. it would just be like oh, I, I that would be me i'd just be shot straight yeah. away and then have to restart everything it would just be annoying but um yeah but yeah i did i did love i did love the introduction of, of dead eye and how it's done and yeah it's it's how it's done so it's satisfying yeah and uh yeah so that's nigel uh, west dickens and he's like a uh, total like top hat and like uh mustache twirling like just just old timey person and stuff yep. but uh yeah no he's very cool i like him also uh, there's a treasure hunter called seth as well yeah yeah grave robber yep yeah who is <laughs> very very weird <laughs> he is indeed um him and but between him and irish um yeah it's it's very much uh and again as a kind of great in is is you know hard-hitting as this story is it's still it's it's kind of like early rock star ish in that they're still over the top characters you know um yeah where maybe maybe that's where you know they came back out they came out with like gta uh four uh with 
yeah no real over-the-top characters um yeah i went to this and still kept some kept some memorable kind yeah. of crazy ones but um yeah yeah they're very they're very cool uh, and then like you said irish as well yeah. so these are the guys that you gather together in order to storm Mor- uh fort mercer and kill williamson and his men mm-hmm. uh but uh so the way that they do it is um they uh, build up the resources to build a gatling gun yeah they do. into the <laughs> into the into nigel's uh kind of carriage yep and um yeah it's total trojan horse thing they send seth in as a distraction and nigel as well and then as soon as the thing's in john just pops out with a gatling gun and you just mow <laughs> down the whole fort and it's so good <laughs> it really is it, that's a theme as well gatling guns are a bit of a theme in this game there's, there's like yeah. a few of them and yeah. there's a lot of murder happens oh there's so much murder oh, it's, lots it's, of murder it's great it's satisfying as hell <laughs> yeah yeah but uh bill's not here nope no nope. he's 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 not fort mercer and stuff like that <sighs> so um yeah so they all part ways at this point and uh at this point uh we have our going to cuba moment or guarma moment yep. in uh red dead redemption which is cr- crossing over into mexico it is and oh boy i love this bit this again <laughs> i think i i, I caught a lot of people un, unawares um yeah you know when you go across in the raft because john can't swim um yeah john cannot swim and is still in 2018 for red dead 2 cannot swim <laughs> so good uh, it's so, so annoying good. it's so annoying but it is great yeah, no, but, no, but but yeah like um you need that that's though. consistency like, yeah he could swim that. in the past and then not swimming in the future exactly yeah um, um unless they wrote something in like he got attacked by an alligator and that's why he never goes near water but um, yeah or so yeah yeah maybe but yeah um just can't swim yeah just John can't, swim. can't swim which is just can't swim but then that that's a tale of uh, old uh rockstar <laughs> yeah just great yeah. the way they, they kind of do that so yeah crossing the raft over into mexico yeah totally and and you know what the, we get a quite a surprising moment and I, I i i genuinely think it's because we don't really get a lot of music in the game uh there's oh, a couple of atmospherics yeah. but as soon as yeah. you get to to mexico the first yeah. music of, of the entire game comes on and gives you a yes. soundtrack as you are going yeah. into this new undiscovered world uh to go and and you know find out what's oh. going on and it's again well, to, to kind of michael's point this is the first time yeah. in a non-gta that uh or in this you know big open world non-gta game that we leave behind what we've what we've learned yeah and we go forward yeah. into the unknown um yeah such a powerful moment what's the song again it's jose is it jose gonzalez it is indeed yeah it's a jose gonzalez song yeah um yeah uh, uh, yeah i just remember that and there's there's one in red dead redemption 2 as well and Mm -hmm. the great thing about this is the fact that like you you're going from destination to destination on a horse or walking or cart and stuff like that yep and this is way before the times of radio and stuff like that exactly you have no music and the thing that delivers the plot in really interesting ways in both of these games is if you're riding in a gang and stuff like that is the conversations between people exactly and also if you're in a cart and stuff like that the conversations between people but even when you are alone and you're uh like riding along and stuff like that it doesn't feel boring no no does not feel boring at all and i don't know how they did it but they've done it (laughs) this is the thing about 
any Rockstar game is their worlds, they, they, the atmosphere and just the sound of the world. I don't know how, yeah. like you say, I don't know what they captured or, or who's in charge of that, but like standing in the middle of a city and just the hum of a city, you know, all the extractor fans and stuff is just there. And for some yeah. reason, the exact opposite, the silence of standing in the middle of essentially a desert um, yeah. with nobody around you sounds and feels like all of your senses yeah, yeah. come together and says, yeah, this is this is the way it should be. Um, I, 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 it's just phenomenal. Uh, and this is why yeah. this is why we look forward to those games so, so much. Yeah, um, definitely. So just make six, thanks. <laughs> so just make six. Just make six. <laughs> it's, 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 it's simple. Let's just make GT6 and we'll all be happy. Yeah, what, what would you do if they just turned around and just said, oh, by the way, here's Red Dead 3? Like now. <laughs> yeah, no GT6, just Red Dead 3. I'd break my other leg. <laughs> uh so yeah now we're in uh now we're in mexico and um there's uh a local civil war going on there which is kind Mm -hmm. of reminiscent of what's actually happening in guarma and uh red dead 2 yeah uh but uh one of your main reasons for going down to mexico is to find um is it javier javier yeah that's right yeah basically it's almost the kind of same deal in terms of like john and the gang helping out um the Braithwaite's and the Greys. Yeah, yeah, that kind of similar kind of thing between... Um, you can tell he's learned. Yeah. <laughs> he's taken what he learned from that. Took what he learned from Arthur and brought it over. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, you wouldn't have thought of it when you first played this game, but yeah, um, on retrospective after playing two, yeah, I, I totally get that. <laughs> Very much, yeah. Makes you proud. Yeah. Makes you proud, yeah. But uh, yeah, at this point, uh, yeah, so you help out the help out in the civil war and stuff like that you take down um colonel augustus uh uh adley adley i think alende 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 augustus alende yeah uh so you take take him down and um then but at this point in time as well you the reason you're trying to ha- track down javier is he might know where bill is you're given a choice as well. You can either kill or um, capture him. As uh, Javier, I probably killed him. Which, um, I'll be honest, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you would have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John hands uh, John can hand him over to Ross and Foreman. Uh, Race eventually leads uh, the salt on uh, Andale's place, and John helps chase and execute Andale and Williamson at this point in time. So we do kill Williamson. So this is where the they pull in the the army at this point i think yeah yes they do yeah um and uh after leaving mexico uh at this point uh john returns obviously back to the states and uh he's only got one more on his list to take out now and that is dutch yep it's quite interesting because i I think at the time now i i unfortunately didn't give this game the the love and the care and attention that i it really deserves i had a a pile of games my flatmates pile of games um and i wanted to get through so many of them and i played so many games in such a hurry that i didn't totally like didn't soak everything in uh including um the first two infamous games which are uh which is criminal because i think they're totally underrated and i wish i spent more time with um and definitely with this one. So I don't think I really got the gravity of of who Dutch was at the time. Um, uh, I I don't I don't think we did. 
until Red Dead 2 put it in context, yeah. to be yeah. perfectly honest. Like, all we knew that, like, we kept hearing Dutch Dutch's name throughout the whole thing, mm-hmm. and we knew that he was the leader of the gang and stuff like that. So you, you got a, a feel for who he was. Yeah. But you don't, it doesn't really hit properly until you've played Red Dead 2, which no. is a bit of a shame. Like, it, it serves the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectly well. But yeah, it just doesn't um doesn't hit with the same force as without playing Red Dead 2. No, no, this is it. I didn't feel that there was a almost a betrayal going on or you know, there was much of a history. It was just John's kind of like just a bit like, okay, let's go. Um and and not yeah. blindly just goes off because obviously his his wife and kid are in danger, but um yeah, maybe maybe they they didn't put too much in it just because they knew the the, the ending was going to be such a, a hit um they they didn't go kind of too much into that stuff and it's it's not actually about that it was about john the whole time i suppose yeah so this is the this is like the end sort of point to this this kind of section is that you're hunting down uh dutch vandalin and stuff and you end up going to i can't remember the name of the town but like it's like everything's starting to be a bit more modern there's um there's actually motor cars and stuff yeah. like that in it as well which is which is weird but like just so cool is this a um, blackwater blackwater yeah that's so, it yeah that's the one um yeah so basically with the help of uh the help of uh the u.s army and stuff like that mm-hmm. they assault dutch's stronghold they chase dutch to the cliff and basically, Dutch uh, concedes defeat and warns John that the Bureau will not give him peace. So yeah. throughout this whole time, John thinks that if he's doing this stuff for the Bureau, they will leave him alone and he can have like the family life that he wants mm-hmm. at the end of Red Dead 2. Uh, but yeah, Dutch kind of warns him. It's just like, nah, they're not going to let this go, man. They're not going to let... You are the last string. You are the last yeah. little piece that yeah. they need to take out. Uh, but yeah, John's like, okay, uh, well, I've made a deal with him, so um, yeah, everything's gonna be fine. And then uh, Dutch commits suicide. He does actually, yeah. He jumps jumps off a cliff after that. So that's the end of Dutch. It but, is. Uh, it's quite fitting, I think. Yeah, it's it is very fitting. But like, just that kind of hauntingness at the end, where he's basically just saying, yeah, this is they're not gonna let it go at no, all. No, not at all. So um yeah so afterwards ross orders their agreement and allows john to retire with his family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which yes yeah, so he's on the ranch uh you end up like ch- teaching jack a few things yep. you uh start getting things together and it's very much that at the end of uh like red dead 2 when you're building up the ranch again and stuff like that it has that same kind of feel it does it's but, ominous yeah but yeah like i said just that ominous kind of feel that underlining dread through happening and stuff like that mm-hmm. And then um, they notice that the U.S. U.S. Army and the uh, the bureau are closing in. Yep. On yeah, Uncle the calls ranch. the alarm. Um, yeah. And is the first to go as well. Yeah, he is the first to go, and John helps his family escape and confronts his attackers. And this is one of the most gut wrenching deaths in video games by far it floored me man i know yeah this is it it was i was yeah i was speechless at the time because 
you don't expect the main character of a game this is back in 2010 is yeah, where yeah, like yeah. all you played was like maybe like call of duty s kind of heroes that you were just gunning and shooting your way through mm-hmm. and just come out unscathed at the end mm-hmm. but like this is uh this is one of the first times i remember playing a game that the main character dies yeah in it and yeah, the yeah. character you play dies there was i think maybe call of duty 4 just before it i think maybe in 2009 where with the the nuke the nuke goes off uh and i, I yeah. remember that being you know such Quite a, a shocking, huge thing yeah, yeah and, and everybody was yeah. praising cod 4 for doing that yeah it, that was that was excellent that mm-hmm. was that's probably one of their strongest campaigns that they've had it was great World warfare it? one it was um but they'd established that they're switching perspective between characters before that happened yeah whereas this one you are this is about 40 to 60 hours if of not more. playing the same, yeah. if not more, playing the same character, getting to uh, know this character inside and out, getting to um, play the story through his eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that final standoff where you come out the door, yep. you walk out, it clips into Deadeye, yep. and you have a revolver, mm-hmm. six shots, and you can only take out six of them. Yeah. And in the back of your head, you're like, I can't do this. I can't, I cannot win this. And it gives you no indication that like, this is like, this is the end and stuff like totally. that. Um, but yeah, as soon as you fire off those six shots, you take out six people and you just get gunned down. Yeah. Absolutely. And brutally as well. Down. And brutally gunned down. And that is the end of John Marston's it story. Is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's it's such a, uh, a yeah I, I couldn't believe that that's the way they were like genuinely yeah. but it does that beautiful thing like uh last of us does where mm. you do something repetitively so many times throughout the game uh example like going into dead eye and shooting or in red dead yeah. and um in last, last of, us, of us um you as joel go up to a, a, a you know a high up wall you press triangle to get ellie and give her a boost until that yeah. one time that she's not there and yeah. you're like oh wait a minute this is different what's going on and yeah. your emotion you, then transfers on yeah. to, to joel going wait a minute what's wrong what's why are you yeah why what's are we wrong not doing with you? This? yeah yeah that's so cool <laughs> it is such a cool just a such a, yeah. a simple little mechanic but it's such a cool way of putting you in the the characters and then that leads on to one of the greatest little moments of of video game history when they eventually continue on a little bit and i'll leave anybody who's not played that game please go and play that game um because it's such a beautiful little moment um yeah it really is yeah it's so cool but if you um if the last of us was an open world game we would have been talking about it by now we would have we would have and (laughs) i think it goes without so we talk we mention naughty dog games an awful lot it does go without saying yes we do um yeah they're not necessarily comparable with gta or or rockstar games but go and play them yeah. just go and play them if you've not already they're amazing yeah um, yeah but by breaking that habit it it definitely shocks a little bit more because i i took out the first six yeah and then i thought to myself yeah how am i going to get the rest oh wait i'm dead oh, no. yeah <laughs> uh, wait a minute i'm dead yeah that's it i was and, just like what yeah i know uh and yeah so it just kind of cuts there with uh like um the whole army just going away john's just lying there bleeding out mm-hmm and uh, it ends that part there but then we get an epilogue it's still not finished it's still not done but this one <laughs> is significantly shorter it is so it is first so for some reason this is the only 
gripe I have with this game is the okay. fact that uh, Jack has aged about maybe... Mm-hmm. Um, so three years have passed since... Is it three years or is it five years? No, it's three years, I think. Yeah, three years. So we're going from 1911 to 1914. Correct. And uh, Jack has aged about maybe 10 15 years in that time he does seem to because he he was what, <laughs> he was he was 12 I can't maybe? remember he's about 12 and stuff like that so this would put him at uh 15 but he has so like long beard. hair he has a beard and a mustache so i don't know like it like i like it i like the idea i think what they're trying to do is make him look a bit more like uh john I, th- I think that's the the semi confusing part. I think that's you know when it when it drops you in and you're there, you're like, whoa, what's who's the? Oh, it's Jack. I got it. Um, yeah. So so it it pans out from John's grave and you see Jack over it. Yeah. And, uh, the whole last little section of this is that um, yeah, uh, but yeah, when it pans out as well, it has John's grave, but mm-hmm. also has Abigail's grave as well. So his mom died as well. So uh, yeah. And Jack has one thing on his mind. Yeah. It is R- Rowenge. Rowenge. <laughs> it's, it's an R. It's Red Dead R, yeah. but it's not redemption. Yeah. It's straight yeah. up revenge. Revenge. So, yeah, uh, this is, this, this is uh, before we go into the last little section, uh, this is the one thing that I thought that they would have done. So, a, like, so Red Dead Revolver was the first one. Mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption was the second one. Yep. So for Red Dead Redemption 2, yep. I thought they would have went like Red Dead something. Yeah. Red Dead Revenge, Red Dead uh, Retribution or something along those lines. But yeah, yeah. no, I think I think after playing both of these games, the fact that like Red Dead Revolver has nothing to do with the Red Dead, uh, with the, like the established redemption storyline. So yep. the redemption storyline is this whole thing together, is, yeah. which... I think that makes a bit more sense now once I think about it. But yeah, yeah. I remember when they announced Red Dead 2, I was like, oh, Red Dead 2, really? <laughs> yeah, how can... I was hoping that they would have like some kind of other... A different art. I agree. Kind of name. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did find that quite strange. But I think, I'm not sure if maybe they, they dug themselves into a hole. There, there's a, a theory um, by a guy whose video I was watching on this, and I can't remember your name, I'm really sorry, but if you hear this theory, it was you, thank you very much. Um, yeah. <laughs> that um, when, when Rockstar bought it over from Capcom, they weren't allowed to yeah. use the Red Dead Revolver name. Okay. And that's why they changed it to Redemption. Um, okay. So I don't know if there's maybe something in the naming rights that they can't oh. change the last word. It has to be that. I don't know if it's something to do with the contract okay. that they purchased over. Um, it's the only hmm. thing I can kind of think about. Um, hmm. However, okay. I'll bet you 10 or tomorrow they will announce yeah. Red Dead Retribution. Um, yeah. <laughs> just to prove me wrong. <laughs> just to prove me wrong thanks rockstar yep um yeah so uh jack has revenge on his brain and basically uh the last few missions is him gathering information to find out where edgar ross is yep. and at this point in time uh, edgar ross is retired he is uh uh you find out that he's like living a quiet life he's living the life that john wanted yeah he is yeah so uh, obviously that just infuriates Jack for that point. Mm-hmm. So um, you have tracked him down. He's fishing at the side of a lake, and um, yeah, you confront each other. Mm-hmm. They confront each other. 
he realizes that he's the son and stuff like that and um they have one last standoff yep. to get and uh jack just pumps him through a bullet yeah i know sends him and sends him down the river he does now you say jack does yeah how many times did you pull yeah. that trigger lots lots yeah <laughs> gary <laughs> pumps him full of bullets <laughs> yeah i did it i did it uh but um i think i think if um if they had left it mm-hmm. with out that epilogue yep with jack getting revenge and uh, it just cut with John dying. Yep. Then the sequel, Red Dead Redemption Two, would have had to have taken up from Jack's point of view. Correct. Yeah, I think so. And it could have been ten years down the line. Um, it could have been ten years down the line and stuff like that, and uh, stuff like that. But uh, just imagine, like, not having that closure. Mm-hmm. At the yeah, end of the Red game. Dead Redemption. Totally. I think I think that's perfectly perfectly legitimate. They could have left it like that and just moved on. Yeah, they could have like just left it there, cut it there. It's like um it's like the end of The Last of Us as well. Mm-hmm. Um okay. spoilers. Well, are we gonna No, no, we're not gonna spoil the end of the I, last well, of I've the just end, said the, the last word yeah. of it. Um Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Just that yeah. ending, I instantly picked up my phone and I started Googling around, you know, like just seeing like forums yeah. of people who'd finished it already and just like Yeah, yeah. Wh- what? What does it mean? Yeah. What does it mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh um oh, I don't want to talk about it. It what I was saying before about uh things that leave you uncomfortable at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, like Gone Girl did that. Last of Us did that for me, the yeah. first one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just le- left that really unsettling feeling. Totally. But it stuck with me. Uh but yeah, um yeah, just imagine if they left it like with just John dying. I, I do wonder about that. I do I do kind of think about that because yeah. I think they would they could have had a, a Red Dead Revenge, you know, and actually yeah. it's it's Jack against all the ex FIB members, um yeah. kind of thing. Um Yeah. It'd be it'd be really interesting, um, you know, to see Yeah. I can I kinda of think as well the fact that I think that Rockstar were like, Okay, this is this is kind of a gamble, really, in terms of like yeah. doing a game about the Wild West, doing a more serious, more grounded story that's mm-hmm. not as mm-hmm. like crazy as any of the GTAs and um yeah if this doesn't take off and stuff like that we kind of need to wrap it yeah very so much. Play, playing red dead redemption by itself is a self-contained kind of story yeah very but much then ha- but then having red dead 2 to put in context just makes it so much better uh yeah i agree i yeah. agree um and what a game as well it's just unfortunate that if you want to play through story-wise you've got to take a 10-year step back or an eight eight-year step back in yeah. certain gameplay kind of points um and it's yeah, not yeah. as bad as like treating like san andreas as a, a prequel for gta 5 kind of thing you know basically yeah, yeah. the same city it's it's not that big yeah. a jump in any way shape or form um yeah but yeah it would be nice just to to go all the way through so please remaster it in the new rage yeah. engine yeah please do that that would be that would be lovely so yeah if you have never played red dead redemption and we've just completely spoiled it for you mm-hmm. it's um yeah <laughs> you don't need to play it because we've done it we you. have done it for you <laughs> we've done it for you but if you um have skipped to the end of this podcast for some strange reason <laughs> uh and uh would like to give red dead redemption a try or you've liked what you've heard and you didn't care about spoilers but you want to experience some really good stories for yourself mm-hmm. then um red dead redemption is available on the playstation store for the playstation 3 
3 mm-hmm. uh, for the Xbox 360 and also backwards compatibility for the Xbox uh, Xbox Series X and S. So you can just chuck in the disc into the console and it'll play, which is super, super cool. But for PlayStation, you would have to either have a PS3 or get PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now, yeah, totally. And I think you might be able to get a 30-day trial of PlayStation yeah. Now for free. And if you can blast mm-hmm. through it and get get your Platinum in 30 days, go for it. It's more than worth the 30-day trial. Um, yeah. Yeah, because it, yeah. it is a fantastic game. Yeah, these um, both of these games have, like, um, like, uh, like Red Dead Redemption 2 recently has like, been one that I've finished and I was like, uh, it took me a long time to finish it mm-hmm. in terms of like I started it and I let it go for a while and then I picked it back up. But as soon as I picked it back up, I just didn't put it down. Yeah. And yeah. I just plowed through the story and just loved every second of that game. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, the first one, is one of my top 10 favorite games of all time. Oof. That's high praise. Yeah. That's very high, high praise. praise. <laughs> um, I, I went through the story of two very, very quickly. Um taking it all in you know actually you know giving it it's it's time but i I went through the story and then stopped and it was only earlier this year uh when beth was away for work she was offshore uh and basically had the telly to myself for a little while so i switched on and started doing all the collectibles uh, and things like that and instantly fell just straight back in love with it it was so easy to pick up because it's a rock star game i knew exactly yeah a quick memorize uh, or like a, a quick summary of, of a couple of the systems that were in the game. Um, mm-hmm. But within a couple of evenings, I had all the dinosaur bones, all the cigarette cards, all the collectibles. I was going and checking out some of the great Easter eggs and there is some phenomenal Easter eggs in this game. Um, yeah. Again, some of the people you can come across, there's little creepy um, like side stories. If you really look in certain towns at certain times of day, there's like creepy people up in the like the windows of some of the the local kind of like Mm. shacks and stuff and there's there's you can go into like loads of like lore and stuff there's gavin or gavin's friend who just pops up every now and then the guy running around shouting gavin Um, (laughs) Gavin. (laughs) for apparently no reason there's the robot uh which is absolutely brilliant i love that um yeah uh that we side there's ufos as always because rockstar loves a good ufo um yeah they do indeed there is just um like so much stuff you could do in that game and probably never see it uh all kind of thing so um yeah 100 can can we quickly mention the launch just as we're sitting here waiting for launches okay yeah well not necessarily the launch but the 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 announcement uh are we talking red dead 2 red dead 2 okay yeah so boss move (laughs) (laughs) eight years or nearly eight years after this phenomenal game that's that's built such a i I wouldn't call it a a cult following but just such a great following um yeah with no word nothing else yeah they changed their logo to red that's all they had to do and the world erupted i I think we did mention this in a previous podcast but the fact that like uh rockstar all are of that pedigree that's um like on the same same level i would probably say is like marvel is yeah 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 they have they have an absolute rabid fan base that will just devolve like devour any type of morsel of information analyze it to hell and uh yeah it's um 
I think it's just testament to the fact that, like, um, I think I did say this as well, the fact that, like, Rockstar games have almost transcended, like, just gamers in general. Mm -hmm. They pick up such a wider audience than your general game does. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. It's kind of like, you know, you speak to people who who aren't gamers, but they'll play every single, like, FIFA uh, or every single Madden. You know, they've got the game that they buy the console for. Um, Yeah, yeah. GTA has that that same following. I mean, there's there's people who play nothing but these Rockstar games uh, for years and years and years and years and still manage to get something from them. So, again, testament to some of the greatest GTA clones, i.e., they basically cloned GTA but turned into uh, Grand Theft Horse, Grand Theft Findus, and... um, Boy, did it work. What a what yeah. a great series of games. We've been down to our local Twat Cafe, where Freddie D has dropped us an email to grandtheftpodcast at gmail.com, and he asks, with the last couple of big Rockstar games having companion apps, being GTA V and Red Dead Redemption 2, first of all, what's your guys' opinion on them, and what would you like to see from any companion app going forward? Ooh. Well, I think it's a pretty interesting idea and i I don't really see people speculating about this uh online at all um no maybe that's i think it's a given like i think like you just you just expect it and like Mm -hmm. rockstar will just say oh by the way there's uh we've got this companion app for uh gta 6 coming out cool yeah awesome that's fine (laughs) totally did you ever download uh the one for gta 5 yes yeah Yeah. i was very excited about it um because i thought uh, you know this is the future maybe this is something that um that's totally going to change how how i play and other than feed and chop a few times um <laughs> and getting um getting kicked out of it quite a lot it was unfortunately it was quite unstable yeah. for a little while and i think by the time it got updated to a, a stable point it um i had finished the game yeah, and i was, I was dropped on to off online and stuff yeah yeah um and I can't really remember. There was, I mean, what could you do there? You could put. That's where you got your driving license. Yep. Your your personalized plate. Um, you could feed chop. You could see all your stats, that kind of stuff. But I, I don't remember like a huge, huge amount, like almost relying on yeah, it. Yeah. Um, for kind of gameplay, not in the same way that I did with Red Dead Two. Yeah. Did you Did you use them? Uh, I used the GTA Five one. I never used the Red Dead one. Um. There's only been a few games that I've actually really downloaded the app for. Um, okay. And uh, one that was quite cool, actually, was uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I had that yeah, one Yeah, well. you download it and it's the iDroid. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, so I could have my map on my phone while I'm roaming mm-hmm. about and stuff like that, so I didn't have to go into the iDroid and stuff like that. It was just sitting there, which was quite cool. And uh, another... Because that's what... Yeah. Oh. sorry that's what red dead does yeah or had it had it was it was a lot more expansive than the the five uh gta 5 one was yeah yeah awesome uh and there was another one i used was the destiny one okay and i did um i used that just for like it was more stats and stuff like that but as the sure. app evolved and stuff like that, i still had it on my phone i was still playing destiny at this point and uh mm-hmm. you could change your gear on your phone and then when you logged in to play again then um your character would be upgraded straight away you've got your loadout and stuff yeah yeah. that was very cool i did enjoy that for me that's what gta 6 or maybe the expanded and enhanced maybe that's the expansion and the enhancement is just the phone (laughs) just the (laughs) just a new a new app Yeah, yeah um 
I, for me, it, it's got to have something like that. It's got to have some form of like real, real world, um, like use. Yeah. I, I want to be sitting at work and actually feel like I'm almost like playing GTA yeah. Five without physically like moving the the controller. Yeah. Because um, like because I think you could uh, you could manage your going back to uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. I think you mm-hmm. could manage your mother base stuff from the app. I think so, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was cool as well. So you can get things all sorted and stuff like that. Or if someone was invading your mother base while you were away and stuff like that, mm-hmm. then you could quickly just add like a couple of gun turrets there and stuff like that, and that would be it sorted. So yeah, stuff you can do in the real world that can like affect your gaming in the in in the game world, which is which yep. is very cool because yeah the destiny thing was cool because like we would decide okay right we're going to do the nightfall tonight um so just make sure you're geared up and stuff like that so i'd just be sitting on my on on my way home from work and stuff like that just quickly changing my guy car's gear and then just load straight into it for me that's good that's very very good stuff like that is excellent i would like um even like kind of like territory wars you know like it's san andreas um i've left cj way up in like san fiero yeah. and i get a, a a message saying all oh, the ballers are coming if there's a little mini game i could play on my phone <laughs> you know almost control like uh almost like a tower defense yeah, yeah. I can control you know gang members back in Grove street yeah. while i'm still playing up in in a different um a different city yeah, yeah. i think that would be quite cool that would be cool um, yeah um and i could again i quite happily sit and play that at work or on the bus or you know wherever yeah, yeah um what do we think about having more of a uh an expansion from that going a little bit more real world so when we were talking earlier about um you know co-op or like um you know gaming with friends and stuff like that i i I was thinking about um pokemon go Uh, and how that was an excuse for me and beth to actually get out the house and go for a walk yeah and we would just we'd have a little trail going around all these different uh gyms and we'd try and, and take them over yeah um what if that had a, a, a like GTA go and <laughs> it like so my my local city is the city that I'm playing GTA in, okay quote unquote okay uh, that's my like home city yeah and I'm going around and I'm I'm shuffling drugs so I'm like you know I'm picking up drugs from like the end of my road virtually on my phone and I've got to walk them down <laughs> to the other end of the road and drop them off there but anybody who's maybe like NFC or walking past me can maybe steal those drugs okay or or you know something like that you know there's there's, there's ways that, that it could be kind of wow. like there could be danger in there or yeah you know, like peril yeah uh, for what you're doing oh i don't could could that work that could work that sounds ace that sounds really really good but i think like when you were saying all that stuff and like the reason pokemon go gets away with it is that pokemon's kid friendly yeah true anyone can download this app if they have have a phone and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. you encouraging peddling drugs in your neighborhood (laughs) 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 i don't uh, yeah like i I think it's a cool idea i think like if you were gonna have gta go it would be something like that but uh Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) uh i don't know if that's gonna be a reality but yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm just again Rockstar, yeah, you're welcome. Free ideas, um, go take them. Because it's it's kind of how like how an awful lot of the like the business stuff online kind of works, yeah. and I thought that was really really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Again, unfortunately, just the the way it has to be played with, you know, with a huge crew of people, and, yeah. and 
it's, it's just not a, a commitment I'm able to make uh, yeah. anymore. And I totally get that, 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 that loads of folk absolutely love it because it does. It looks really, really exciting. That's why I bought the, the expansion bar, the, the bumper pack yeah, yeah. To, to get the CEO stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, like doing that kind of like cross town stuff, but in your own town. Yeah. Based on that. And then the money that I earn doing that mm-hmm. goes into my online character. Yeah, yeah. And I can play like some stuff on there. Yeah. I would just like to see that if there was a, something I can physically play on my phone. Yeah. It would actually bump up to my to my social club account. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like something something like gains you experience and stuff like that that you can transfer mm-hmm. into your character. Like I, I think yeah. like, <laughs> like let's, uh, going back to Pokemon. Um, <laughs> so... Pokemon uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, so the remakes of Gold and Silver that came out in the DS, came with a Pokewalker, which was a pedometer that you could transfer Pokemon into this pedometer, and then you would just take the pedometer around, take a walk around, do get outside and stuff like that. So this is essentially almost like Pokemon Go before Pokemon Go, and this would level up your Pokemon. And you take it back in, so like you would go out for maybe like a walk a day, or something like that, and by the end of the week, your Pokemon was like, I know, like 10, 15 levels higher, or something like that. So, yeah, so, like, stuff like that's really, really cool. Like, um... I love that. Yeah, like, I think something along those lines, like, um... Like, doing stuff in the real world, like, I'm just imagining Final Fantasy for some reason, because I'm currently playing Mm -hmm. through a uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, and also Final Fantasy X. Nice. And, uh, yeah, just, um, just, like, like going out for a walk or something like that or going to different landmarks or something like that that's close to you and stuff mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. and that get, gets you experience points and uh, loves totally. you. It, it gives you that incentive to go outside and do some, some, do some stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And for those kind of really rubbish moments when you have to go and do a job, um, yeah. you know, it, it would give me, I, I wouldn't feel so sad leaving GTA behind knowing that at least on the way to work, yeah. um, peddling drugs for my online character or yeah or i've thought about this one seeing seeing your wrists yeah. with a smartwatch what if they came up with some band that you put on your wrist and you went bowling and that upped your bowling stats <laughs> so that <laughs> that would be cool if you genuinely want to go bowling you can up your own stats oh, we call it the roman band or something <laughs> <laughs> roman yeah gta roman, no, G- roman. G- yeah gta roaming <laughs> amazing oh, i mean why are we not millionaires? i know i know jeez <laughs> um was there any other games anything else um i'm trying i'm trying to think of any other games that had like something companion to it i mean um like it's not really a sort of companion app but um like the wii u had obviously like the digital pads and stuff like that so like the Mm -hmm. precursor to the switch but um but this thing like um the one game that uh we played was batman arkham city and having like your your map and your gadgets all attached to this touch screen stuff like that it just saved you fiddling through menus and you could just quickly do things on the fly which was pretty cool yes i think again i think that's a a great use for for something like that because with with the likes of red dead 2 i i used an ipad sitting kind of close by and that that was my map and it was it was pretty accurate yeah there was not a huge lag and as i was kind of like going through the the terrain the little cursor would be would be following and i would be able to just quickly look stuff up and kind of change it uh from there especially with red dead's map 
uh on ps4 i don't know what it's like on on xbox 360 but the the button i would like the map to be is like pause and then i've got like extra clicks to get through the map and the way you've got to hold down the button to get to them it's a pain in the butt and (laughs) every single time i push i push the wrong one and wind up having to back out of stuff and then go back into it if i could just have a map right there so again maybe that that's a, a another thing is like do these need to be bigger is a phone companion app like just too small mm, i don't know but i mean like a, a phone is something everyone has like m- the majority of everyone has i like, don't th- think a majority of people have like pads or tablets anymore i think i think they're kind of slowly getting phased out in terms of like as phones are just becoming more handy to have i think there's there's definite swings in at first everybody like you know we all, we all got mobile phones back in like 90 whatever six seven yeah. uh or eight bt cell net. um bt cell net that phillips bad boy oh my I god it was, it was so cool <laughs> i loved it i absolutely loved it um uh, but you could murder someone with it it was a brick. oh yeah it was yeah and then phones got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller yeah. until you couldn't physically hold them yeah. anymore and now they're getting bigger and bigger bigger and bigger and bigger but yeah. that i think that that trend that that thing is swaying back to the the smaller kind of phone okay. um and it's always going to like wave and oh, yeah. i think it's always going to fluctuate yeah. between what we do with those devices and what other devices are going on and like you say um i think a lot of people maybe got away from multiple devices and wanted to consolidate down to one yeah, yeah. the phone being it because it's always in your pocket yeah, yeah. and therefore you know the bigger screen is better for yeah, that yeah. um so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how Rockstar kind of approach that. And if it is just like a, a relatively simple uh, companion app. I didn't use the companion app once on PS4. Yeah. Just on the, the original PS3 uh, version of the game. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if they do anything exciting with it mm-hmm. um, based on, on what we have. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, as always, thank you very much for downloading. Thank you, everybody who tags us uh, in things, whether it be... Uh, the latest leaks or just uh, the fact that you're listening to the podcast on your Monday morning commute it is absolutely awesome to be able to open up Twitter or Instagram and see those things we've said it before and we'll keep saying it it's brilliant to see people uh, enjoying this podcast so thank you very much for every single like review we've got some great reviews and um, and every single listen uh, because it really does make everything we're doing worthwhile Mm -hmm, definitely Uh, yeah huge thanks to everyone that has listened to the podcast so far it's been good fun to record, good fun to do, and it's been just overwhelming at points just seeing the feedback and stuff like that we've been getting. So, uh, yeah, keep out, guys. It's amazing. Yep. Thank you very much. And again, thank you very much, Gary. Always a pleasure to talk. No, thank you very much, Gareth. And remember, where other podcasts are in school, we're sitting in the back garden trying to remember while we are not in school. Until next week, keep it six stars. <laughs>